Hi, Leader, and thanks for joining me on yet another podcast of On Purpose with Lane Sites. I am Lane Sites, and my job is to get you into purpose on purpose. Listen, world changer, history maker, I just want to speak into you this week. I want to ask you a question. What are you thinking? What? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? I want you to pause and think about that for a minute. I want to talk to you about the properties of thought because you become what you think. God speaks to you at the speed of thought. Thought moves at the speed of light. So God speaks to you at the speed of thought. Thought, listen, thought moves at the speed of light. As quickly as light illuminates a room, a single thought can illuminate your life. You are always only one thought away from living the life of your dreams, leader. One decision away from destiny. All that a man achieves or fails to achieve is a direct result of his own thoughts. Your life moves in the direction of your thoughts. Leader, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts are the ever-present currents that move you either closer or further away from the best future you could ever possibly dream. Sort of like a shortwave radio signal, your thoughts send messages out on a specific frequency and are transmitted back to you as an experience or occurrence in your life. Your thoughts create a magnetic field around you, attracting either, watch this, positive or negative experiences. What you think has the power to literally transform your life. Listen, leader, what are you thinking? The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Where you think, your life will arrive. Where you think your life will arrive. Your life is what your thoughts make it. Did you hear what I just said, leader? Your life is what your thoughts make it. A person will find that as he alters, he or she alters their thoughts toward things and other people, things and other people will alter towards them. Listen again. People find out that as they alter their thoughts toward things and other people, things and other people will alter towards them. This is the basic premise of the law of attraction. The law of attraction is based on the principle that we attract into our lives whatever we focus on as a result of the energy that is exchanged in the process. The law of attraction. What's this. The law of attraction is based on the principle that we attract into our lives whatever we focus on as a result of the energy that is exchanged in the process. Because all matter, seen and unseen, is compromised of energy. This is, this is physics. The energy created by our unseen thoughts either attracts or repels the energy matter of what we ultimately see and experience as a result. What's this? All matter, seen and unseen, is comprised of energy. The energy created by our unseen thoughts either attracts or repels the energy. And it's the energy matter of what we ultimately see and experience as a result. So when you have physics, 
um, you take a sound and increase the volume of that sound by 700 octaves. An octave, if you're a piano player, you would understand that an octave is eight counts. So you would go from middle C to a higher C, eight positions up. It is an octave, oct meaning eight. So it's an, it's an octave. So you would go up eight counts to the next thing. That's an octave. So if you increase that by 700 octaves, sound becomes light. Light becomes energy. Energy becomes mass. And mass becomes matter. Watch this. The phenomena is rooted in the findings of, watch this, quantum physics, which found that nothing in the universe is static due to the fact that all matter is vibrating energy, raw energy that responds to the vibrations of our thoughts. So that consequently, what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. That's Hebrews 11 and 3, 11 and 3, New Living Translation. He said, what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It is the essence of faith, the substance, Hebrews 11 and 1, New King James Version, of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Everything you see, leader, began in the unseen realm. Paul said, looking not to the seen, but unto the unseen. For the seen is temporal, but the unseen is eternal. The first book of the Bible tells us that God spoke the earth into existence. The worlds were framed by the word of God, Hebrews 11 and 3. Yet before God's words ever was there, there was his thoughts. The source of all energy and all matter is the mind of God. That's so powerful. I've got to say it again. The source of all energy and all matter is the mind of God, the creator, the great imaginarian in whose image you were created. That's why he says in 2 Corinthians 10, 3, 4, 5, and 6, for we, uh, the, he talks about that though we walk after the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, the pulling down of strongholds, casting down vain imaginations. The great imaginarian, God, the creator, and you were created in his image, and you have the ability to see your imaginations, the thing that God has had you to dream, the goal that you've got beating in your stomach, that thing that makes your heart race when you think about it, that, that gifting, that business, that ministry idea, that thing that being a missionary, traveling the world as an evangelist, prophesying to the nations, whatever that is, the great imaginarian, the creator, the, the mind of God, in whose image you were created. Your thoughts are powerful, leader. If you want to change your life, you must change your thoughts first. You hear what I just said? You've got to change the way you think. First, starting with you. You mean to tell me God gives you words for everybody else, but doesn't give you a word for yourself? Change the way you think. If you want to unstick or unclutter your life, you must first unstick and unclutter your thoughts. If you want to unstick or unclutter your life, you first must unstick and unclutter your thoughts. Listen, whatever you harbor in the innermost corridors of your thought life will sooner or later reveal itself in the outer arena of your life. Let me say that again. Whatever you harbor in the innermost corridors of your thought life will sooner or later reveal itself in the outer arena of your life. Our thoughts, intentions, motivations, and aspirations, whether they be secretly pondered in the heart, openly declared as a desire, or formally written as goals, mold and shape our personal universe into something either grand and beautiful or base and hideous. Listen. 
Listen, your thoughts, your intentions, your motivations and aspirations, whether they be secretly pondered in the heart, openly declared as a desire or formally written as goals, mold and shape our personal universe into something either grand and beautiful or base and hideous. Whatever you harbor in the innermost corridors of your thought life will sooner or later be revealed itself in the outer arena of your life. Whatever is hidden will eventually be brought to light. 1 Corinthians 4, 5, the ESV states that God will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Just as a seed is a time for hidden underground, it will eventually break through the surface and its true essence will ultimately be revealed. Everything you see, leader, in the natural began as a spiritual seed, a thought. The temporal realm has its roots in the spiritual. Grabbing a hold of this profound spiritual truth will enable you to make some critical connections that can transform your life. Once you understand that the spiritual realm is the casual realm, you will begin to grasp the massive power of your thoughts, your ideas, your words, and your prayers. Spiritual things that engineer, mold, and craft the current and future state of your temporal existence. Once you understand, leader, that the spiritual realm is the casual realm, you'll begin to grasp the massive power of your thoughts. You'll, grab, you'll grasp the massive power of your ideas, your words, and your prayers. Spiritual things that engineer, mold, and craft the current and future state of your temporal existence. Proverbs tells us, for as, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23, 7, the Amplified Bible. Your outer world is a direct result of your inner world. Every circumstance in life is a result of a choice, and every choice is a result of a thought. All those things that fill your mind hold the keys to your reality. Make it a habit to examine, leader, what your thoughts are chasing after. We must learn to harness our thoughts. If we are to effectively reign as kings and priests in the earth, we must understand who we were created to be as children of God and the authority we have in Christ. We have inherited the kingdom and been given dominion over all of our adversaries. The first thing we must do is taking possession of God's promises is to take possession of our thoughts. We are told in Ephesians 6 and 12 that our fight is not with flesh and blood but with powers and principalities. What's this? A fight that can't be won with our hands, only with our minds. You must become as skilled in your thoughts as a swordsman is with his sword. Taking control of your thoughts will cause you to gain control over your life leader. That is what putting on the armor of God is all about. Ephesians 6, 14 through 17. The first thing we do is taking possession of God's promise is to take possession of our thoughts. This might not appear to require a great deal of skill or effort, let alone training or practice, but there's only one thing harder to master than your thoughts, and that's your tongue, according to James 3 and 8. Winning the battle in your thought life, leader, requires meditating daily on the truths found in Scripture, studying diligently to show yourself approved, and becoming an earnest and lifelong student of the art of spiritual warfare. Throughout the New Testament, we are told that our battles do not take place in the temporal realm, but in the spiritual realm. We are told in nearly every epistle, fear not, 
only believe, Mark 5, 36. Gird up the loins of your mind, 1 Peter 1, 13. Renew your mind, Romans 12 and 2. And put on the mind of Christ, 1 Corinthians 2, 16. We are taught in Romans that to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. That's Romans 8 and 6 in the ESV. Every battle is won or lost in the arena of your mind. If you don't take control of your inner thoughts, you'll become a slave to the outer circumstances created by the tempest raging in your mind. We're instructed in 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. I just told you to take every thought captive to obey Christ. Every battle is won or lost in the arena of your mind leader. If you do not take control of your inner thoughts, you'll become a slave to the outer circumstances created by the tempest raging in your mind. The divine spirit within you won't be driving life. The storms and changing weather of your thoughts will. You must command your thoughts as Jesus commanded the sea in Luke 8 and 24. If you want to progress, leader, I'm finishing here. If you want to progress in your life, you've got to think progressive thoughts. To do so, something new must replace the old. You've got to think beyond where you are. Alexander Graham Bell thought beyond the limitation of the dots and dashes of the Morse code and went on to replace the telegraph when he invented the telephone, becoming a visionary. Leader, be creative. This is going to be the season to take the limits off your mind. Listen, what are you thinking? I want to encourage you, wash your mind with the Word of God. Ephesians 4.23 says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 said, being renewed in your mind. Listen, this is the season to change your thought pattern so you can change your life. When I quit listening to what everybody else said about me and I quit thinking about what they said and I thought about what God was saying inside of me, I began to shift and walk into what he called me to and I don't need anybody to agree with it. I'm okay with me. All kinds of tempters have arise. I'm not moved by them. This is your season, leader, to change your thought pattern, to change your thought life, to go forward. This is the season to be free in your mind. Leader, one last time, what are you thinking? For as a man thinketh, so is he. All right, leader, that's all the time I got today. Thank you for joining me on yet another podcast, another episode of On Purpose with Lane Sites. Listen, if you're ever in the Gadsden, Atala area, come see us at Lane Sites Ministries. Our current location is 209 Gilbert Ferry Road, Suite 4, Atala, Alabama, 35954. Listen, we have two services every week, Tuesday night, Leader Shift leader shift because we're taking a shift in the supernatural realm in our leadership uh, business people uh finance people the people who are called to ministry people who aren't called to ministry people who are called to the marketplace come and and they get online or they come in the room and they're shifted into a new place of leadership because the word of god applies in all realms come and join us sometime either on facebook live 6 p.m promptly central standard time every tuesday night for tuesday leadership also, the culmination service of our week is Friday Fire. Listen, powerful worship, prophetic unction, apostolic advancement, apostolic acceleration, apostolic activation. It is amazing. We've seen people healed, changed, delivered, set free. God is doing amazing things. Come see us. And if you can't get here, watch us online. 6.15, 6.30 for intercession, 7.15 for worship. That's Friday Fire. And then one last thing. The second Sunday night of every month, we do the Sunday night shift. This is an amazing service where God is moving and changing and shifting and doing something brand new in the body of Christ. You don't want to miss it. 
Come and be a part of it. 515 for prayer the second Sunday night of every month, the Sunday night shift. 515 for intercession and prayer. Listen, 6 p.m. promptly for service. Either be in online or in the house. We'd love to see your face in the place soon. Leader, until next week, know that I love you. I'm praying for you. And I hope to see you soon. God bless you.